Listen, welcome to the Purposeful Living Podcast, where it's all about encouraging women of faith to continue moving forward in purpose despite the uncertainties of life. I'm your host, Lisa McPhail. Join me each Tuesday for empowering and encouraging truths to help you on your purposeful journey to victorious living. Welcome to another episode of the Purposeful Living Podcast with yours truly. Thank you again, ladies, for joining me for another week of Purposeful Living. Thank you. I tell you what, I appreciate you for uh, subscribing on all platforms. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube, y'all. Hey, the growers, they're they're growing. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for leaving reviews. I appreciate you.org. Say I do. All right. Now it's time to get on down to the business of what we're all here for today. Oh, you see her. I know you do because I see her. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I have an amazing, amazing guest with me that I had the pleasure of meeting uh, several months ago. And I'm just so grateful that our lives have been connected through a very, very dear sister friend of both of ours. So I want to introduce you to the one, the only, Dr. Charmy Pratt. Hey, thank you. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Lisa. Listen, I'm so glad that you are here. Uh, and you know, when we met, <laughs> this is the funny thing, because I was I was emceeing our friends, uh, her book launch. <laughs> and that's where we met. And people that know me know, I always say, girl, let's connect, let's do it. And then something happens in the busyness of life. Because <laughs> you really do have good intentions. You have to connect, listen. Dr. Sharmi Pratt wasn't having it. <laughs> she reached out to her friend. She said, tell Miss Lisa, she needs to contact me. What, what she was supposed to contact me? And here we are. And yeah. I'm so grateful. Welcome to the Purposeful Living Podcast, Dr. Sharmi. Thank you for being here with me today. No, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am ready to just talk about what it is we're going to talk about. I'm excited. (laughs) I always get excited about the topics that God uh, divinely chooses for us to speak on. And today, our title, uh, the topic for this episode is the purpose of mind management. Mm. Mm. We're going to talk about the mind today. (laughs) You listen Dr. Sharmi is already breathing. She's inhaling. She's like, and she has a lot to share with you ladies today about the purpose of mind management. And our scripture for this episode is Romans 12 and 2. And it says, don't be like the people of this world, but let God change the way you think. Then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing to him. The purpose of mind management. Listen, who is Dr. Sharmi Pratt? She's an author. She's a certified life coach. She's a speaker. And she's a mental health advocate. 
She is the founder and CEO of Sharmi Mind Management School, which is a biblical training center dedicated to fostering emotional, spiritual, and mental wellness within the lives of people. She's also the CEO of Head and Soul Magazine. If you haven't heard about it, look into it, okay? CharmyPratt.com. I'm telling you, look her up. She's all types of good stuff. And she's an author of many books. And she's also a podcast host of Straight Talk with Dr. Sharmi Pratt, Purposeful Living Podcast. Welcome again, Dr. Sharmi Pratt. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, welcome. Listen, I know I just read just a brief mm-hmm. snippet of who you are. Why don't you share with us just a little bit more about you and what you do? on purpose. Hey man, thank you for that. Listen, I am, as she said, I am Dr. Sharmi Pratt. You can call me Sharmi. You can lose the doctor. Hey, listen, just call me Sharmi. But I am, uh, first off, I am a woman of God. I love the Lord. Uh, Secondly, I am a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother, right? I'm too young to be a grandmother, baby. But I am. I am a grandmother, right? Um, And I uh, am also, as uh, Lisa said, a mental health advocate. I am passionate about people's mental wellness and mental health. And I am the CEO, as she said, of uh, Head and Soul Magazine. And listen, if you ever want to be featured, just reach out, right? This is what we do. We help our sisters to grow. And so that's pretty much about, you know, me. If you want to learn more, you can always go to my website, charmepratt.com. Find out more. Google me. I am Googleable and all of those things. And so (laughs) you will be able to find out just a little bit more if you want to know anything else there is to know about me. Listen, you, you better come on here. She said, I, I am Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about the Lord because he will put us out there on display mm-hmm. and he will have a, listen, just, just Google me. There I am. <laughs> God do it. Uh, and yes, he will. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, listen, I'm so grateful again that you are here to discuss the purpose of mind management. So let's get right into our conversation. What does the purpose of mind management mean and how did you go about uh, wanting to help people with getting their mind right in God? Yeah, that's good. Uh, Well, let, let me just say this. The purpose of mind management is actually to help individuals to reprogram the way that they've been taught. Um, Everything that we know is a taught behavior. It's nothing that you know right now that somebody didn't teach you or you didn't teach yourself. It's a taught behavior. Now, the question is, who's teaching you? Where did that teaching come from, right? Um, The founder that needs to be teaching all of us is the one who created humanity, right? And so if your teaching has come from anything else, then you have to understand whether or not you've been believing a fact or or you 
and the truth. There is a difference. Um, facts can change. Truth is absolute. Truths don't change. And so therefore, an individual has to understand how is it that they have been programmed to think? Is your programming based on something that was taught to you or is it based on the truth of the word of God that was presented to you? That's the one thing I love about God, right? He presented to us and he tells us that we have the, the, the uh, right to take it or deny it. And so when you're talking about mind management, you're talking about reprogramming a behavior that's causing you to act in a certain light or in a certain way. Now, is that behavior something that's going to bring God glory or is that a behavior something that you were taught by your grandmama Neum or your auntie Neum or, you know, it's just a generational thing. And so we go after the behavior of a thing so that you're able to walk in the light that God called you to walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just wanted you to go because I mean you had already got about I didn't already started rocking. I mean you already talking about the mind thing, and I love how you you talked about the difference between the facts, facts and truth. You know I love because you know we live in a society nowadays where they say you know fact checking, you know check the facts of it, but these are the facts. But what the facts are today. Mm -hmm. may not necessarily be for tomorrow, but the word of the Lord, mm -hmm. his truth remains forever and ever and ever. And what it says, I love how God's word says that uh, his word does not return unto him void. Mm -hmm. And it always accomplishes that which it is sent out to do. So in order to get our mind right, it has to be based upon the word. So Dr. Charmy, tell us, how did you become so passionate about helping others with mind management? Wow, let me tell y'all, um, over 20, it's been over 20 some my years ago, I was diagnosed with um, schizophrenia, paranoid schizophrenia. I was diagnosed with that. Um, during that time, not only did I battle with schizophrenia, which for you who out there may not know, I just heard voices in my head. I heard whole conversations, okay? I mean, whole conversations in my head. And um, I will also hallucinate. That's why you got paranoid schizophrenia because you hallucinate. Not only do you hear voices, you hallucinate as well, right? So basically you see things that nobody else sees, right? And so I battled with that. But in the same time I was battling with that, I also became bulimic at the time. So I battled with bulimia. And then on top of that, I dealt with panic and anxiety. So I was constantly breathing in and out of bags, okay, from my panic attacks. And then once all that was just arrayed, then here come the depression. So I had all these things going on at one time. So I didn't know whether or not I was coming and going. Mm -hmm. And I just refused to believe that God put me in the earth to live life, be born, live life like that, and then just die right? And so in the interim of all of that, I found out that he was a healer, right? And that he was able to do what the doctor said could not be done. 
see, because I did go to the doctors. I, I went and they sent me to a psychiatrist and I did. I saw the psychiatrist. I even took the medication. But in the between time and in the meantime, I was still reading the word. And I saw in the scripture where the Bible said that Jesus was going around and he was healing people. And I remember during that time I was in my early 20s and I, I said to the Lord, I said, well, Lord, if if you're healing and you are a healer and if this is still true today, then I need you to heal my mind. I need you to heal. It was not a want, it was a need because I need for you to heal my mind. And I would like to sit and tell people that, oh, it was just overnight and I prayed and the spirit of the Lord just came down and I was just healed from that day. No, ma'am, I had to walk through that process of healing, right? And so there were some things that I had to learn and understand in my process of healing that you cannot learn from sending somebody's cheer, all right? You can't learn it from somebody trying to counsel you. You can't learn these particular tools and these strategies because they were given to me from heaven. And so therefore, that's why I am so passionate about mind management because I understand that when the enemy had my mind, he had my life. Come on. Okay. When he, when he tampered with my mind, he tampered with my entire life. And so I understood that. And so now it is a passion of mine to help people to understand. It does not matter. You may not been diagnosed with a mental illness like I was, but you do need some mind management. You need to understand how to really walk in the word of God. You need to understand that the word of God really will do what God said it will do. That's why Lisa, I talked about in the beginning the fact and the truth. It's facts all day long. People will present a fact to you all day long, but the truth is that Jesus is a healer. That's the truth. The truth is that he was able to do what the doctor said could not be done. That's the truth. See, the truth is an absolute and an absolute don't need no support. Facts need support. Truth don't need support, right? And so therefore, that's why I'm passionate about my management. Mm. My God. Ooh. That right there, ah, it's the word, it's the word in order to get the mind management. And first of all, thank you so much for sharing your testimony, your story about how God healed you. And so prayerfully, someone that is listening today who may be right there, who may just have received the diagnosis or you were diagnosed some years ago and you think that you don't have a purpose. Yeah. And you think that it's over and that, you know, surely God cannot use me. But as you just said, that God is a healer mm -hmm. and he knows how to take that with which the enemy meant for evil and turn it around and make it for good. So, Dr. Sharmi, explain to us mind management. What's the definition of it? Okay, so the definition of mind management is this. <laughs> it's to reprogram your mind for success, right? So you have to deal with the concepts of the behavior, right? Because this only how you can deal with a root issue if you understand the behavior. 
That's the only how, right? And so in order for me to help anybody be able to learn how to, what, gauge the way that they think and learn how to master what's mastering them, you must first first be able to identify the behavior that's causing you to react the way that you're reacting, right? Anytime you see somebody acting out, it's from a behavior, right? That behavior that they have, that has either engrafted itself on the inside of them or that behavior that they are displaying is a root cause there. And so what's the root, right? So you may say that, well, she is promiscuous. She just always sleeping with people. Well, the root of her sleeping with all those people has to do with the fact that she was rejected when she was younger, Come on. right? That's the root. And so now I need to understand how to even deal with the rejection. So where did the rejection come from? I'm not just going to say, oh, rejection is the source. No. Okay. Let's deal with the real source. How was she rejected? Where did the rejection come from? The rejection had to come from somebody, you know? Oh, so is she having mama issues or is she having daddy issues? Mm. Was she abandoned, which caused her to feel rejected? You see what I'm saying? So mind management definitely deals with behaviors, right? And so I help people to literally transform the behavior so that they can see how to operate under the word, right, of God. And so basically, in a nutshell, that's what mind management is. <laughs> I hope I explained that so people can understand. Listen, you did. I... I just, the, the way that when you talk, you just have a way of uh, commanding attention to what God is giving you to share about whatever it is that you share. Because I'm telling you, just the anointing is here right now. And I'm just like, if I could throw something at this screen, I would. Because <laughs> about the mind management, I, 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 I thank God for you sharing that because a lot of times people think um, in Christendom, you know, yes, we're saved, we get sanctified, you know, we Holy Ghost feel, we operate in ministry, we're running for the Lord. But there were some things that happened before we stepped in, before we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. And so God has to come in, like you talked about, he has to reprogram our mind and, and our way of thinking and doing it. You talked about how the person who has mother or father issues and these are the things that it, it shows up in life if you've been abandoned if you've been rejected I know I remember living a, a, a promiscuous life it was because I never felt that I was accepted mm -hmm. I never felt that I was loved and I thought that if I give myself away then this would be a way of being accepted mm -hmm. and so but once you come into Christ and he says okay and it's his word. And so it makes me think about the scripture as a man thinks in his heart. Mm -hmm. So is he, because from our heart are the issues of life. That's where our emotions are housed. And so I'm so grateful that God has placed you in the earth for such a time as this to help us to reprogram the things that are in our mind and to teach us not to act out, you know, with the way that we think and do things. And in our conversation before this conversation, you shared that God had given you a scripture 
to help those with mind management. And that's Romans 12 and two. So talk to us about Romans 12 and two and how does that play a part in mind management? Oh, wow. It plays a big part. And the reason why, because in order for us to really see, the scriptures say that you may prove, right? Prove what the good, pleasing and acceptable will of the Lord is, right? It taught, but in order for me to prove it, it told me that I first needed to do something. Yeah. I need to be transformed by renewing my mind, right? You just said something so key. You said before we came into Christ, we had issues, yeah. the issues of life. And I love how you brought that out because then we think when we get into Christ, those issues of life, they just disappear, Come right? On. Contrary to what anybody would ever tell you out there, those issues don't disappear. Your spirit man became new, but your mind has to be renewed. Oh, come on, somebody. Your, 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 your spirit man is new, but the mind has to be renewed because your mind is still stuck in Egypt. Come on. Now, your body is out of Egypt, but your mind is still craving Egypt. And so this is why scripture will say to you, be transformed by renewing your mind. Now, now I want to jump back to chapter six in that same Romans, that same chap, that, 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 that chapter Romans, right? Romans chapter 12 is what Lisa just talked about, but we're going to go to Romans chapter six because in, in, in chapter six of Romans, and if you go down to, I believe it's like about the 16 through the 18 verse, one of those up there. And it says it like this. It says, whatever you give yourself to, it becomes your master and you become its slave. And so therefore, it just told me at that moment that whatever that I give myself over to, that thing has mastered me. And so now that it's mastered me, right, it, I, I have become a slave. And so it means I have become into bondage to that particular thing. Now, whether that thing is a way of thinking, right, that you have adapted, whether it's a, whether if it's you, you giving yourself to food, whether it's, it's, it's you giving yourself to anxiety and panic, whether you give yourself to fear, whether you give yourself to men's opinions about who you are, you have become a slave to that particular thing. And this is why Romans 12 and 2 plays such a big role in the lives of people, because in, until you transform right? That thing that God said, because listen, still in the same chapter, we in, we still in the book of Romans, right? I mean, we're in the book of Romans, still in the book of Romans. We also in chapter eight, it says it's with the mind that we serve the Lord. And so let me say this to you. If your mind is discombobulated, how are you really serving the Lord? You're not serving him in spirit and truth. You're serving him, but you're serving him based on the understanding that was given to you and not based on the understanding that you receive from the Holy Spirit. And so this is why Romans 12 and 2 plays a very big role in being able to teach people mind management, right? You, you, you said something so key, Lisa, when you said that it's, it's uh, that the scripture says, as a man think in his heart, so is he. And so I had some time to kind of study that word heart out. And, 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 and a lot of people 
people think that, that, that God is talking about a physical organ. And so we, we, we begin to try to change this, this heart issue that we have. But I'm going to help some of you guys out there right now. God is talking about the area of your mind. As you think in your mind, so you become. This is why scripture says it's out of the abundance of the mind, the heart will begin to speak certain things, right? Because you are locked up in Egypt and your spirit man is here, right? And your spirit man wants to just engage with God in heaven and do all these wonderful things that the Bible told you can do, but your mind has you locked up and it has you in prison and so now you're fighting this is why scriptures say the flesh and the spirit are constantly fighting against one another their enmity with one another because your spirit man is saying let's agree with heaven but your flesh is saying your mind your mind of the flesh is saying but i want to agree with the ways of the world yes yeah, and so this is why we have to understand Romans 12 and 2, because you have to be transformed. And the wonderful thing about transformation, transformation ain't just a change. And I tell people that transformation ain't you just change. See, because if you change right now, if you change right now, do you understand that somebody can come and change your mind again? But see, when you transform, you got to go into that cocoon like that butterfly. And everything about you have to be reconstructed. That even when you come out, you don't even look the same come on somebody and so understanding Romans 12 and 2 is so key if you ever really want to understand how to operate in my management oh you listen you have said and spoken a mouthful about mind management and and I love how you broke it down for all of us to understand that it's this, this way, this transforming life that we live, it's a process. Yes. And like, and I love how you talked about the butterflies because anybody that know me know, that's why I pointed, anybody, I love butterflies. Why? Because butterflies are a representation of a transformed life. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not what I once was. And so I am becoming who God created me to be and who he said I am to be. And I love how you brought about in Romans 12 and 2, where it talks about how we're not of this world. So we are not to think like this world. We're not to behave like this world. And so that's why it's important as a Christian, you know, it's important what we allow into our eye gate you know, which affect, you know, the mind and, and even allow what we are hearing. Because even with social media, you know, social media has its pros and its cons. And we have to be careful, just like everything in life, there should be a balance. And so if you're constantly, if you're already battling in your mind, and then you're going to social media, and then you start seeing these things, and what happens when people start posting, start posting in your emotions and then it's like you're, you're you're attempting to represent yourself this way mm -hmm. but then you start getting over here in the ways of the world and then you start posting other things so now you're contradicting yourself but in God he helps us with that balance of what does my word say and when you're balanced in him he helps you uh, I think about transformation I'm, I'm so grateful 
for Christian counseling. Because for me to help me get this mind right, I had to, I needed some counseling. Mm -hmm. I had that word, but help me how to apply this word when I'm thinking suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I'm not mentally well, when I am depressed, help me how to navigate this. What would you say to the woman who is there now? And she she's thinking in her mind, I'm going crazy. And then people telling me I'm crazy. Now I'm acting out and I do act crazy. What would you say to that woman who's crying out for help that my mind is not right, but I need help? Talk to and, them. And you know what? The, the one thing that I would say to this individual person or these women out there is that the first point is acknowledgement. You, you have to acknowledge. And, and, and so many times we, we've, been, we've been prone to put up masks, right? This is the thing about uh, what's behind the lipstick, right? What what's behind what you what what we see, right? You you can put on a good front, you you can look real pretty when when everyone for social media and everybody else to see, but inwardly you're dying. And so the first recourse is for individuals to admit number one that they have an issue. I'm having an issue. I'm having thoughts and I'm having some form of depression or whatever that particular thing is. You need to really go seek out help. As Lisa said, I love counselors. I got some, I got some psychologist friends that are bad, honey. You hear me? Love them. Do you understand? And we work good hand in hand, right? Because they can teach you the, the, the natural side, right? And I come in with the spiritual side. So we work good together right? And, and, and the thing is, you need one and the other. You don't need one or the other. You need them both. You need the physical as well as the spiritual, right? So the natural and the spiritual, right? And that natural and the spiritual, guess what is going to bring some supernatural intervention? Come on. That, that's what it's going to bring. Because you have to understand why have you why are you operating the way that you're operating? See, what, what people don't understand, and even as I'm talking to the individual that's battling right now and that individual that may find themselves in those spaces where they seem stuck and things seem dark in their life, one of the things that I would like to tell you is that you're not alone. That would be my first thing to tell you. You're not alone. And so do not allow people or even your thought pattern to tell you that you by yourself. The second thing I would tell you is don't isolate. The enemy works best in darkness. So never isolate yourself. You tell somebody what's going on. But listen, I don't mean just somebody. I mean the right somebody, right? If you are having issues, they have people that you can contact all day long. Go and find a spiritual, somebody who you know is really spiritual sound. Get in the inbox. Do whatever you need to do to reach out and get the help that you need. You, you have to, let me say this. When I was battling, did, did you understand I didn't care how naked I looked before people? Right, come on. It didn't matter to me. I tell people all the time, when you go into a hospital, you ain't worried about how nobody look. People sick. Sick people need to be helped. I don't care if I'm butt naked. Come on. Do you hear me? I need help. 
You don't see somebody with a gunshot wound try to cover themselves up. No, because the pain that they're feeling at the moment is so great. They don't care who sees their nakedness. What am I saying to you? The Lord sees your nakedness. And he wants to heal that place on the inside of us. See, he can see the deep things. He can see the things that nobody else sees. He can see what's behind that lipstick for real. Yes, yes. See, he, he, he's not worried about what, what, what you say in front of everybody else. You, woman of God, come on, my sister, sister my friend, yes, come on. get the help that you need. Yes. You cannot be as great as you desire to be if you are mentally dysfunctional. It's impossible. See, because eventually you're going to break. And see, the plan of the enemy is to get us to break right when we at a pivotal time in life. Well, how do you see people breaking? This is why you see so many people, even in the body of Christ, they be high up in those positions, then bam. Because along the way, they didn't allow God to heal the sap, just to heal all those wounds that was festering on the inside of them. See, what you have to understand is that things will make an imprint on the amygdala, which is that part in the brain. See, 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 see you have to, to understand the fact that when that imprint is made in your psyche, it begins to transform your behavior. And when your behavior is affected, you begin to react out of that behavior. See, things are imprinted through uh, repetition. Yes, yes. Anytime something repeatedly happens to you, it doesn't matter, sis, how strong you think you is. That's right. That's right. See, because we can all put up superwoman mentalities. Yeah, we do it in an instant because, because guess what? We were born to carry things. Oh, come on, somebody. Yes. And whenever you're born to carry something, you find yourself carrying things that God never intended for you to carry. And so now you're walking around with all these weights on your shoulder and you don't know how to cast them off or lift them to the Lord. And then next thing you know, you find yourself doing things that you will not do. I love how scripture says, we're in Romans and Paul says, those things I will to do, I don't do. But those things I will not to do, those are the things that I find myself doing. Why is that? Why? Come on. Come on. Because we want to carry things that God is saying, honey, sis, daughter, baby girl, listen, that's too heavy for you. I, I never intended for you to carry that rape. Oh, who am I talking to right now? I, 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 I never intended for you to carry that molestation like that. That was never my intentions for you. Mm -hmm. I, I just really never intended for you to go along and carry all that rejection and that abandonment. Mm -hmm. 
That was never my intention. But see, we have learned how to put up a good face, put on a happy face. And oh, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I'm doing good. Sis, let me say this. Your Louis Vuitton, your, your, your oh, come on, your Louboutins and, and, and your Gucci and, 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 and all of those particular things, you know, your Tory Burch, all of those things does not classify how good you're doing. Oh, come on, somebody. You can walk out looking like a million bucks. Yes, yes. Yeah. And in the and in, in the spirit, this is why the enemy taunts so many people because they're spiritually bent over. Mm-hmm. Because of what they have allowed to 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 make an imprint on their psyches. Mm. See, yeah. that imprinting is real, Lisa. It's real. And whatever imprinted down there, guess what? You're going to react on it. Yes. I tell people all the time, your brain don't know whether you're going through trauma or not. Yeah. All your brain understands is this, this your, your brain operates in triggers, baby. Mm-hmm. So you can have experienced something so many years ago, decades ago, and then be triggered right now and don't understand why you're reacting the way you're reacting. <sighs> it's a trigger. But because you have no understanding about that, you think it's just you. No, sis, you need to go see somebody. Yes. You on. need to go get some help. Mm-hmm. Pray and get help. How about that? Right. I did. I did too. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing wrong with it because it's a balance. And I love, I love everything that you shared. And I love how you. You spoke to that woman and you told her, first and foremost, you are not alone. That's it. You are not alone. Do not let the enemy tell you that you are the only one going through this. You're not the first person to go through it. And you definitely won't be the last person to go through it. And then you said, don't isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. Because that's how the enemy likes to get us in a place where we are alone. And when he gets all of those thoughts and we're isolated that's when you know because he the ultimate goal is he wants to as the scripture says the thief cometh not but to steal to kill and destroy Mm -hmm. don't you don't want to isolate yourself because jesus later in that verse jesus said john 10 and 10 he said but jesus he says come i i come to give life i came to give life and that more abundantly and so in order to operate in where Jesus said, I come to give you life and that more abundantly. That's the third part of this. Go seek help. Yes. Seek help. So uh, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Don't isolate. Seek help. You know why? Because there is no weakness in seeking help. Mm -mm. If anything, it speaks volumes of strength. Mm -hmm. So go get help. And I love it because with the mind management, that's what it does. It helps you manage that. Just like we seek out in life, we seek out people to help us with time management. Mm -hmm. We seek out people to help us with our home management. You know, how do I keep my closet clean? How do I keep my house clean? We seeking out everything else. Make sure you seek out how to get you some help with mind management and with that being said, because, uh, dude, Dr. Charmaine, let me tell you this conversation right here. <laughs> this right. 
to get the mind management, to keep you, mm. even we seek out people for weight management. You see what I'm saying? We seek out these things to help us. Why not seek out someone to get help with your mind management? Tell us, Dr. Charmy, how can people reach out to you? How can they connect with you? How can they obtain help? Yes, yes. Like, listen, you guys, I, I actually have a class coming up in January called Mind Mastery. Mind Mastery is coming up in January. So, hey, go to my website, charmipratt.com. It's a six week course, but I promise you it will do volumes for you. And you can also look at other courses that I have, mentorship programs, all of that. I have all of it. Right. I do. I, I certify coaches, honey. So um, there is nothing that we will not be able to help you with when it comes to you being able to manage your emotional state, right? Because, um, and I'll I'll leave this I'll leave this right here, Lisa. Um, they can literally just contact me at charmipratt.com. I, I am on all the social medias at Charmy L Pratt, and whatever social media out there, I'm on it inbox me, reach out to me. Maybe you don't want to go see a counselor. Maybe you don't want to go that route. Fine. Listen, come on, get in touch with me. Um, I'm here. I'm here to help you to really program your mind for success because that's really what I do. But I help you to program it for success God's way, right? Not the way of the world, God's way, right? And so I just want to say that that's how they can get in touch with me, Miss Lisa. Mm. You know, and please reach out to her. Uh, her information will, uh, you know, will be one. You know, once I post it, and then you can I'll tag her, and 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 you'll be able to get in contact with her. I love what you said. <clears throat> of course, there was a whole lot of things that you said. But I just want to do this. Listen, it'll take us all day to just even dive <laughs> into it. What we're doing is giving uh, purposeful living podcast listeners just an appetizer. Uh, you know, this is just, this is preparing you for the main course, you know, and I liked about, first of all, what you said, that no matter how you dress it up, no Mm -hmm. matter how we dress ourselves up, no matter how we make ourselves look, if the mind is not right, Mm -hmm. it's going to seep into everything else that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about the scripture that says how it's the little foxes, destroys the whole vine come on mm-hmm. now so it's the little things and so uh we need to get our mind right and and no matter all the name brand things you can have i don't care you can have the best photographer and the best pictures that you posted but if the mind is not right <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. else i think about the other scripture where it talks about how we're so focused on uh cleaning the outside of the cup Mm. we're so concerned about our outward appearance that we don't even touch the inside mm-hmm. and that's where Jesus wants to get into the inside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the scripture Romans 12 1 and 2 where it says and be not conformed to this world you know but be transformed that's what we're talking about the purpose of mind management God wants to transform us and I like how you said earlier it's a process Yes, it is. Healing is a process. Even now in today, after receiving counseling, after going through all of the things that I went through, I think about uh, what's the scripture, Philippians 4 and 8. Mm-hmm. So 
that uh, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, of a good report, noble for all those things, think on these things. Mm -hmm. That's that mind management because is it not true that we all, once the alarm clock wakes, goes off and the Lord allows us to see another day, everything wants to get in his mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. would you say in closing, Dr. Sharmi, that do we have to be intentional? Oh, yes. About what we put in our minds. Talk to us about intention. Oh, so you start, you need to stop. Yes. <laughs> you have to be very intentional, right? You, 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 you only, you only get out of something what you're willing to put into it. I, I would like to tell y'all, oh, God just touched me. And that was just it. I got out of it what I was willing to put into it. Okay. And, and, and let me just help. Even when people uh, got their healing that you read about, about in the scripture, they, they always had the participate. So, so what am I saying? You have to participate when it comes to mind management. What are you participating with? Oh, I'm glad you asked. You're participating with truth. That's what you're participating with. With the fact that the scripture already declares in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God knows the thoughts and plans that he thinks towards you. Their thoughts are good and not evil. He wants to give you a future and a hope in your final outcome. See, those people say that, oh, there's no conditions. I beg to differ, Lisa, and I'm ending. I Well, I say salvation is not free because Jesus paid the price. So I don't think that's free if somebody had to die. Everything you get in life is a price. This is why Jesus can sit down and say, before you do anything to count up the cost. And so even when it comes to mind management, you have to be willing to count up the cost. What is it going to cost you? It's going to cost you being intentional about your freedom. It's going to cost you being so intentional that you're like the woman with the issue of blood. It's not an easy process. The enemy has best with suggestions that he makes against your mind, right? And so therefore you will constantly have to find yourself repeating scripture after scripture, after scripture, after scripture, after scripture. Guess what? You're repeating the scripture until you can imprint that on your subconscious thinking. And once that's on your subconscious mind, it becomes automatic. Come on, Lisa. See, I told you. See, you okay? I'm stop. Go ahead, Lisa. <laughs> Listen, you know, I get so tickled because we get to talking about the goodness of the Lord, and you start talking about you, you're speaking from a place of experience. You know, you're talking about this process, and as you were talking about, you have to be intentional. And it makes me think about this, that what we don't invest in, mm-hmm. we won't commit to. Yes. What is your mind worth to you? Come on, Lisa. You see, we invest in everything else. We always, we, we invest in the latest and the greatest, don't we? But 
Well, will you take time to invest in your mind management? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And investing in your mind will produce great results. Yes, it will. You know, you may find that people really like being around you. (laughs) You may find that you really like doing things, you know. What encouraging and empowering truth would you share with that woman of purpose about mind management? The one thing that I would like to encourage you out there is that whoever told you it was not possible, all things are possible to them that will believe, but not only believe, believe on the one who called you, who promised you, because scripture said that that is the one who's going to do everything that he said that he's going to do in your life. And so I just want to encourage you to get up. Don't stay in that place. Go after everything that God has ever promised you. But in order to get that, I'll leave you with this verse, Proverbs 13, 15. It says, a good understanding will win favor, but the way of a transgressor is hard. I'm going to help you real quick. Transgressor is simply translated. When you break that down, it means somebody that's unfaithful. When you break down an unfaithful person, it means somebody that violates a law. And content and, 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 and hard does not mean the hard that we think. Heart literally means to continue in. So all scripture is saying to you, if you lack the understanding about something, if you don't have a good understanding out there, you're going to continue in the way of your understanding. So get up from there and get a good understanding through the power of mind management. That's the microphone drop. (laughs) Dr. Sharmi Pratt, thank you so much for stopping by the Purposeful Living Podcast to share with us about the purpose of mind management. I appreciate you. I do. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. So again, just in closing, the three takeaways, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Don't isolate. Seek help. Yes, because the purpose of mind management is for us all. Amen. And so as my listeners know, I always close us out in prayer. Thank you again, Dr. Sharmi. I appreciate you. (laughs) Father, we just thank you for this time today. Thank you for this conversation about the purpose of mind management. Father, we ask that you would help us in our mind, help us to transform our minds on a daily basis. Then help us, Father, to invest in ourselves, to seek the help that we need. And so, Father, it's all for your glory, God. It's all for your honor. And it's all for the advancement of your kingdom. Father, I pray that many women today that have heard this word will be encouraged and to know that there is hope in the management of their mind. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
love this episode of the Purposeful Living Podcast, head over to wherever you get your podcast, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Don't forget, join me next week for another Purposeful Living episode. Thank you so much for listening. BYE. Thank you.